reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom Patrol! Once again, to the Doom Patrol podcast. I'm your host, Scott Coles, and with me, as always, is Murray Fox. And this week, we are looking at Doom Patrol number 10 from May 2005. It's by John Byrne and Doug Hazelwood. (laughs) I don't know what this cover. It's tragic. (laughs) It's either tragic or (laughs) wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've got... uh, Looks like Grant might have his O face on. <laughs> Could be. He's lying on his back all prone. Uh, uh, Asian massage, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it could be that, yes. <laughs> we'll see. Somehow I don't remember that in the uh, in the Bird Dew Patrol, but subtext. It's all subtext. Leave <laughs> this uh, iteration of the Doom Patrol if... Uh... There was cool stuff like that going on. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <gasps> Look at this. We were paying three fifty. Three fifty back then. That's like a whole buck more than you Americaners. That's more than we're paying now. That's more than we're paying now for a regularly priced book. That's ridiculous, eh? Yes. Wow. Wow. Oh my gosh. Alrighty. So we got the tragedy of Nudge and Grunt in there. It's tragic, all right. Monkey love is tragic. Generally speaking, yes. <laughs> all right, so we open up and it's a flashback to then, way back then when uh, Nudge was a little schoolgirl in high school, I guess. Junior high, maybe? Yeah. We'll go high school. She's in her uniform and she's at her uh, locker and... Garrett, her friend, is pushing her to have made up her mind, and she's like, I'm not sure. I've got a headache. (laughs) Ah, it's one of those headaches. You're right. It is all about the sex. And uh, he says, well, you got to let me know soon. i got to know how many I need to score. And she's like, I'm still not sure about this. You won't even tell us where you get them? He's like, no worries. Everything's kosher. You got my word on that. Uh Uh-huh. She's like, huh. I don't remember that being worth a whole lot, Garrett. All right, I promise to let you know by the end of class. And, uh... Some tubby nerd speaks up. Yeah, comes to her defense. Leave her alone. Me son told you she had a headache. And, of course, chubby nerd gets dissed and pushed to the ground. And he falls, Uh, like... (laughs) He falls right on top of Nudge. Ooh. Yeah, she's not too happy. She's like, have you finished, Butcher? Because you can get off me if you have. And they're all laughing. And, of course, the teacher walks by and pinches <laughs> pinches Garrett by the ear and moves him along, cleans up the hallway. That's the way it's done. I'm all in detention. That's right. Detention. And uh, she's like, Miss Berenger, no, I don't want to stay after school. And... Of course, the teacher falls into her whammy jammy, and she's like, all right, that's fine. But the rest of you, three o'clock, 
Everybody gets that itch except you. That's right. <laughs> and they're like, what'd you do? And she's... Superpower ever. That's right. right. She's like, I don't know what I did. But someone's hanging out in the background. He's like, I know what you've done. I've known for weeks. <laughs> That's right. And then we cut back to the now. And we're in the the police station where Grunt is all tied up on a hurdy-gurney there. And circus dude Gamboli is there taking Grunt away. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. He wants to use it for nefarious purposes. Or, yeah. Or get the circus back up. <laughs> Sell him again. Get that's some money. right. And Nudge is having none of it. She's furious. And uh, Blue Guy is like, who are these men? Why do they have Grunt? She's like, Grunt and me, we used to work for them. But we quit. So let him go now. Nudge is telling the uh, police guys to let Grunt go and he's falling under a spell and starting to loosen the straps and stuff but the uh, circus guy Gamboli's like don't listen to her you idiot she's working her mojo on you and the police come running up and that is of course when uh, Grunt bursts free from his bonds that have been loosened and he starts growling and throwing police officers around and oh yeah they start shooting and instead of hitting the big gorilla, they hit Blue Man Group, and it goes right through him, and oh, there's, like, some blue energy that comes out of his back. Or blue goo, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, blue something. He, like, <laughs> he just puts a hand to the bullet hole and then starts shooting out a big tornado vortex out of his mouth, and that, of oh, course, yeah. <laughs> blows the policeman away. So it's crazy in Policeville there. Crazy. Oh, yeah, resisting arrest. That's right. That's going to go down well. Then we go to Kimordaz, where we've got Metamorpho strapped to a examining table. He's all sort of back together, and and uh, the chief has said, you know what, I can, uh, I'll can. look after him, I can stable him, but uh, I'm, I'm on it, he says, and, and they're all... They're thrilled. She's thrilled to see that Metamorpho's in such good care. And uh, they want they want a bit of an explanation. Rita's like, last we heard, uh, Metamorpho was one of the good guys. And uh, Sapphire, Metamorpho's wife, says, you can blame my father like usual. <laughs> she explains how he had uh, some of his scientists uh, zap Rex Mason there, zap Metamorpho, in, a, in the hopes that they would get him... Um, <coughs> excuse me, it would turn him a human, but still let him keep his metamorpho powers. Oh, yes. That's important. That Otherwise, is. he's just some really ugly dude. That's right. <laughs> <coughs> excuse me. So, it, of course, does not go well. He gets zapped, and that's when he starts going all goopy and loses control of his powers and turns into that big beast that was eating up Florida or whatever. And yeah. That's never any good. He was in pain. He was crazy, but he's all, uh, he's all under control at this moment, but they figure it's only a temporary fix until the chief does what, whatever he can do. And chief of course has a couple of ideas about what's going on. He says, uh, Rex needs treatment at a biomolecular level. That's right up your street. Isn't it Rita? And Rita's about to answer, but she puts her hand to her head, and and then uh, it looks like Negative Man goes zapping right through her. Mm. 
or the negative creature comes out of Rita. Was he... He was stuck inside her because Larry's body is still out of commission, isn't it? I isn't it? guess. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember. This huh. sucks. <laughs> I don't remember the creature going into Rita, but... Hmm. Rita faints, of course, and Cliff is horrified. But that's a good spot for a little cliffhanger. We go back to the past where we meet Nudge, and she's trying to sneak out of her house, but of course her father catches her, and he's like, what are you doing up at this hour? And where do you think you're going? I'll tart it up like that, because she is. She's wearing her little mini skirt. She's, and her... she's got mini skirt and fishnets. Yeah. Combat. Yeah, so, so tart it up. Nothing good ever came with that, that's for sure. <laughs> exactly. She's like, <laughs> Like, I want to look. Or he goes, you look like... And she's like, I'm looking like I want to look, man. And I'm going out to meet with my friends who like the way I look. And you can't stop me. And she uh, runs off and her father starts to have a heart attack. And it doesn't look like she's noticed because she's already out on the street by the time he's hit the ground. Yep. Yeah, that's not going to go over well for her. Anyway, she goes to the worst part of town, which is the address where that kid from school told her to head. So she's there and she comes inside this rickety old junk house. Sorry I'm late. I had trouble getting out of the house. And they're like, we didn't ask. Whatever. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. And uh, some dude's collecting cash from all the kids, so she brings her 50 bucks out like she said she would. And 50 bucks? Jeez. That is right, and that's where... She must be trying to buy Canadian comics. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Garrett shows up, and he's got some pills in a baggie, and they all start munching on him. And uh, Garrett decides he's not going to have any of them. He's uh, happy to uh, supply them, but he's not going to uh, partake of the uh, pleasures himself there. That seems trustworthy. Yeah, totally. (laughs) You guys should totally all eat this drug that I have. That's right. I'm going to pass. That's right. I'm going to be on lookout. (laughs) But it's really good, honest. Trust me. Yeah. And uh, outside, we've got little chubby dude who's spying on them all, trying to uh, make sure me son stays out of trouble. And someone in a car spies him and sees that he's... uh, Causing problems. Or spying the spire. That's right. There's all sorts of spying going on. And the chief's not even there. I know. That's crazy. Crazy. We uh, zip back to the present and uh, nudges. She's like asking Blue Man Group there, what happened? That shot went right through your heart. And he's all right. He's like, ah, it's okay. The inner lining of my suit is self-sealing. I'm totally fine. It's just a flesh wound. That's right. (laughs) And before they can explain any further, Grunt grabs them and they jump out of the window and off they go for an adventure. And uh, they fly off into the night, jumping away, getting away from the police. And then we cut back to Florida where they put (laughs) Metamorpho in a big plastic bubble suit. Cool. Like Spaceman Metamorpho. Yes. And... uh, he says, I kind of feel better. <laughs> like it, it's uh, better in the sense that it's better to be poked in the eye with a dull stick. And the chief is like, huh, 
gratitude. <laughs> the containment suit is merely a holding measure until we can find a better way to keep you from interacting with the environment. And uh, Sapphire's all happy that he's back, and you're yourself again, baby. He's like, sure. <laughs> I'm myself in a fishbowl. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we check in on Rita. And uh, Robot Man says she's okay. She's a little bit shaky, and she says it's nothing. This chief said there might be side effects. It's not like I'm pregnant or anything. My body just needs to adjust to having negative man inside me. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, that is actually what she said. Sorry. That is. <laughs> and My the, apologies. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> the negative man says, uh, yeah, I don't think that's an option anymore, Rita. Remember, I felt what happened to you when you collapsed. That was something a whole lot worse than just a dizzy spell. And the, the robot man says, that was a cockamamie idea in the first place. I should have been the receptacle for a negative man. I got nothing he can hurt. And the chief says, except for your brain, Mr. Steele, that does not have sufficient life energy to sustain Larry Trainer's negative form. We must find another way. So I guess they did uh, decide to put negative man in the uh, Rita. The, uh, I blanked on that one completely. Huh. I had thought that he was inside Cliff, but I guess that didn't work out. Yeah. His brain's just too small. <laughs> <laughs> His puny robot brain. Puny robot brain. That's right. All right, so we go back in time and we uh, see all the kids who've had their drugs sit down in a circle and hold hands and... Because I guess that's what they do. And, oh, look. Crazy things are happening. They're getting all warm and there's, like, green energy and they feel like their brain is expanding. They're like, what's happening to us? And uh, Garrett, he can see that, uh, he can feel it too. And he's like, but I didn't even take the drug. Something's wrong. This isn't supposed to happen. So he goes running out and he trips over uh, Chubbers there. Who's uh, Chubbers. Still Always sitting on the, the ground. That guy. That's right. And the big spy is like, no, this is most unexpected. Uh, she says, I'm reading an extraordinary powerful mind. Just what I'm looking for. But it is diffused. I'm having trouble locking in on it here. And we kind of see that, uh, I don't know what Burns doing there. We can see Misan's face and then we see Chubber's face and they're kind of melding together, sort of. And Must be some sort of trippy super drug, I guess, or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when she grabs Butcher. That's his guy. That's Chubber's name there, Butcher. Right. And uh, Garrett's like, what the hell is he doing here? And this lady with a, like a leather miniskirt and boots and big coat was like, he's spying on your little group, Garrett. But in doing so, he has inadvertently provided me with exactly the brain I need. Now come, we have a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so she grabs Chubbers and all the rest of the kids inside are knocked out. And Nudge gets up and she uh, she's like, the others are not moving. It's like they're dead, but I can still feel them. I can feel all of them. Like, they're inside me. This is a dirty, dirty book. <laughs> Everybody's inside everybody else. Jeez. That's right. And as she comes out of the building, the police, of course, choose that time to come forward. And they're like, going somewhere, Missy? No. Oh. And we go to the hospital, I guess. And her... Uh... Oh, this is back in the... Uh... 
flashback again, yeah? I think still? it's still, yeah. I think they're yeah. still flashing back. Cause, uh, oh, because your dad's in the hospital. Well, it looks like she's in the hospital, too. Oh, she's in the hospital now, and he's visiting so her. So dad must have gotten better. His chest wasn't... It was just a slight heart attack. <laughs> so uh, the first time. <laughs> that's right. Her parents decide they uh, they want to see why their daughter's in the hospital and what's going on. And uh, one of the detectives says, "We called you in here. We felt it was important. You know, your daughter's in this huge amount of trouble, and the police have arrested her for possession of a very dangerous drug we've never seen before." <laughs> Mom asks, "Then how would you know it's dangerous?" <laughs> And he says, well, we know because there were five other kids in that cellar and all their brains have been turned to guacamole. <laughs> that's Literally? the medical term. Yeah. Because that's a strange drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like avocado. Mm, right. Tasty, tasty brains. Yummy. Dad is like, oh, have you been so foolish? Is this true? And she's like, Dad, please chill out. I can't even think right now. Stop hassling me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I took some drugs. I'm in the hospital. The police are all around, but come on. You're crowding me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's still ragging on her, and she's like, Dad, just stop. And, of course, he grabs his chest again, and and he stops all right. His heart probably stops, and he falls down right there. Uh-huh. That's what you get. We uh, zoom over to uh, Chubbers, who's all strapped oh, into a. <laughs> look at him. He's all strapped into a a big operating bed, and he's he's oh look at that! He's all naked and everything. Yeah. Oh, oh gross! Yeah. Everybody looking at his flub and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's not right. No, no. He's like, where am I? And. The person Did that you sex me him. up while I was unconscious? <laughs> That's please, right. Please, <laughs> please tell me you sexed me up while I was unconscious. That's the only thing that would make this bearable. That's right. And uh, the doctor says, I'm Dr. Rhonda Laurie, and you are about to become a part of medical history. You're quite safe. And uh, he's like, is there something wrong with me? Am I sick? <laughs> not at all. At least not the part of you that concerns me. Your brain, Mr. Butcher. <laughs> it's in absolutely tip-top condition. Perfect for the operation. It's like, Operation? Yes, I'm oh, going to trans... He does, he does look kind of like the guy from Operation. <laughs> <laughs> he was kind of a shepherd too. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, so she tells him, of course, she's going to transplant his brain into a body which she has uh, genetically engineered, the uh, big four-armed gorilla man. You'd think... I, I mean, it's, I don't know if this is her first go at this or what the deal is, but... I'm kind of wondering about the, the thought process behind, hey, I want to transplant a brain into a gorilla's body. Wait, that gorilla needs extra arms for some reason. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe she had a second set. Chicken around. Just kicking it out. Yeah, that's she right. She had two gorillas, but one of them died. So. And you just, you don't want to <laughs> No lose. point in letting those arms go to waste. <laughs> Exactly. Right. So, uh, you know, he's a little uh, freaked out, of course, about having his brain removed. And uh, The little teenager guy there, uh, he says, I realized something. Uh, a kid's brain is bigger than a gorilla's, isn't it? And she's like, well, yes. We're going to have to pare away some of the brain. 
Fortunately, only those areas connected with speech and memory, and she starts whirling her little uh, cutting machine there. His motor functions will be completely unaffected. Okay. <coughs> oh, my, oh, my. So we zip back to now, and Grunt is, like, swinging through the uh, the city jungle there. The police are shooting at him, and he jumps onto a train that's zooming by. And that is, of yeah. course, a Just like Spider-Man. Totally. Totally. <laughs> he saw Spider-Man, too. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. We go back to Florida. And uh, Rita's saying, see, I'm told you, I was told, I'm totally fine, right, Chief? And uh, he says, well, you know, aside from a small amount of residual radiation, I can't find any ill effects. And Robot Man's like, ain't that just hunky-dory? Maybe now you'd like to tell us why looking after Metamorpho was more important than one of our own team. You getting bored with the old toys already, Calder? Always been way too eager to be looking for new things to play with. And Chief is like, come on now. I've deduced Rita was in no immediate danger, or I would have acted first to tend to her needs, of course. And Rita plays Peacemaker, tries to settle things down. And, Uh yeah, Negative Man zooms up. Heads up, everybody. We've got an alarm flashing in the, uh... Oh, like, it's uh, flashing and repeating down there. and, And they realize that it's Nudge. She's flashing a code red, and they're like, what could have happened? And Cliff is, of course, saying, well, she's found trouble. What do you think? That's what she <laughs> does. Nudge. That's right. That's what she does. And it's they... She's a girl, isn't it, Cliff? That's right. <laughs> they zip back to the past where we're finishing off the flashback, and they're at the funeral for uh, Nudge's dad. And uh, someone's saying, don't blame yourself. It's not your fault. And uh, her brother comes up and is like, of course it's her fault. (laughs) Tell our uncle the truth. Our mother told me you told our father to stop. Isn't that all it takes? For months now, I've watched your witch powers grow stronger and stronger, even as you denied their existence. And she's like, don't, don't. And uh, mom is clueless. She's she's like, what? What are you saying? But of course, brother's figured it all out. He, uh, he's figured out that nudge has got the power to, uh, whammy people's brains and and uh mom says okay that's enough nudge you go to the car i'm going to talk to your brother alone and nudge runs off off sobby sobby and we're back in the present with the gorilla jumping through the the city and takes them to an old abandoned apartment i guess nudge isn't sure why why they're coming there but uh She's she gets this feeling from Nudge and she, or from the grunt and she's like I think I think we're home and uh, the police the police have kind of followed them to that apartment but that's where they've uh, that's where they've stopped and we go back to the past and we we see that uh, grunt is the brain has been put into grunt. Grunt is kind of up and moving about, and the doctor thinks it's a success, a complete success. And uh, the gorilla's brain died, of course. She was going to put it into uh, Chubb's body there, but just didn't work. So Whatever. That's right. They throw the brain and, and the body into the furnace, and they just incinerate it away. And while they incinerate it, Grunt is watching them 
turn his body to ashes and he's not having he's not having a good time with that. He's all grumpy. I don't know. I think even a forearm gorilla is a step up from the chub master. <laughs> Give him time. Give him time. His whole body wasn't wasn't real great shakes to begin with. I don't know what his problem is. There you go. And uh, back in the apartment, Nudge and Blue Man Group are looking through things. And uh, there's an old yearbook that gets pulled out. And Grunt starts pointing at uh, Henry Butcher, math club, chess club, forensics, debating team. Forensics. Forensics? What kind of school was this? (laughs) That's when uh, pretty fancy prep school, that's for sure. (laughs) CSI, high school. That's right. (laughs) Oh, my. That's law and order, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, forensics. It's it's an open field now. <laughs> so uh, they finally clue in and get it all. Nudge finally figures it out. She realizes that uh, Chubbs and Grunt are the same person. Yeah. But at that moment, the police come bursting in and uh, rifles firing and they shoot Grunt and he goes... Falling out the window and oh dear, heading down towards the street below, and that is where this issue ends. Oh no, right is about to become street pizza. <laughs> Monkey street pizza. Monkey oh, pizza. No. Yes, <laughs> it's terrible. That's a no good. Yes, and there you go. That's the end of of this issue. <laughs> Next issue, no doubt we will uh we will uh come to the conclusion and see everybody realize everybody is whoever they are. <laughs> Alrighty. In the meantime, if you want to send us a message, you can send us an email to doompodtroll at gmail.com or you can head over to our website, which is also doompodtroll.com, and all the episodes are up there listed and you can comment away there, too. Oh, yeah. Please do. Please do. Tell us. There's very little in the way of Doom Patrol news these days, so uh, any uh, extra stuff we can have to talk about is good stuff. Totally. Make something up. <laughs> we don't really care. It doesn't even have to be true. Just make That's it right. Whatever. Tell us something about the Doom Patrol, and we'll, uh, we'll run with it. <laughs> Alrighty. We'll catch you all next week. <laughs>